0: Welcome to Art Heroes with JPH, where we believe art heals, connects, and galvanizes. I'm your host, Joanna Patrice Haggerty. On this show, I am honored to have some of the nation's most innovative leaders, artists, and creative business owners to share their unique and valuable experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Carol Ann Bauer, who is the creator and owner of Dry Apron, which makes the amazing no-sweat undies the first underwear that prevents infection for plus-size women. Carol Ann has been a sewer for 55 years and a fabric engineer for 50. She sewed because there was such limited offerings of clothing in her size when she was young. Then she started sewing garments that had no patterns, using her skills in more creative ways. Seven years ago, at age 63, Carol Ann found a need and engineered a solution. She tapped into Asheville's extensive startup resources and has built a business that has grown in scope and size. No Sweat Undies is now in four countries as well as the United States. It survived COVID and continues to thrive. She has won numerous awards and been the subject of more than a few articles. I brought Carol on and on to talk about all things business, but first, Carol Ann, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so
1: happy to do this.
0: It is such an honor. I mean, it's even hard to timestamp. We've known each other. Pandemic life gets confusing, but for years now. <laughs> yes, it has been, hasn't it? And, you know, I was someone who was able to watch you at early stages of startup with no sweat undies. And so I just to talk about your story and to have you here today. Thank you for the invitation. Of course. So I usually like to start by winding the clock back a little. You talk a lot about how you had to be really creative and inventive when you were younger with your clothing. And I'm just curious, how did that really segue into a business?
1: Well, um, I was able to usually find patterns that were in my size or at least close to my size. And I'm kind of fearless when I start <laughs> sewing. Um, then I joined a medieval recreation group, and again, there were no patterns, um, but there were paintings from that time. Oh wow and so i would look at paintings and recreate them in modern ways and in my size it was exciting it was um just a wonderful time for me so again i'm I'm pretty fearless when
0: it comes to. (laughs) That is a great word to describe you, I must say, Carol Ann, for sure.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, so I was woke up one morning facing another infection under my tummy and figured there must be somebody somewhere doing something about this to prevent it. And after, some very uncomfortable, not for me uncomfortable, but (laughs) conversations with other women of size, um, I I discovered there was no prevention out there. And then I was discussing this with my daughter, and she said, well, mom, you know, make something. (laughs) And and so I took um, a bunch of store-bought Underwear and started mutilating it, and <laughs> and uh, tried a lot of different things. Uh, I was always my own model, um, and was able to come up with a design that actually worked. And then I discovered uh, athletic wicking fabric, and it was phenomenal. Um, so I was able to find pattern maker, there's a lot more steps
0: to creating something than just <laughs> of writing. Of course, you know. <laughs> of course there is. And I know we'll have time to unpack that too. I want to really just like point out a few things because, you know, my show is really trying to blend the side of creativity and business. And I love how you brought in that sort of this renaissance wear and getting inspired by creating your own costumes was a part of how you got into being a business owner. Right. And so when you get faced with this problem in front of you, entrepreneurs and creatives, we say, okay, how do we get fearless? And how do we solve this? And I know for you that finding pattern makers, finding the right fabric, I mean, this was years of processes getting to that point of really identifying the best Fabric, the best designs, the best cuts, and I just, yeah, it's something you can't really fully explain unless you're an entrepreneur yourself, truly.
1: <laughs> and, and being, um, as you are, work with so many creative people, um, it's it's difficult to find somebody who already has the business acumen as well as the creativity. Mm. So um, usually, I feel like, well, for me, I'm creative first. And <laughs> learning the business
0: end of things has been a, a real journey. But in that process for you, again, you took the mindset of your creativity, right? And this willing. And you immersed yourself. I mean, the reason we met, I think, was at least probably through Mountain BizWorks, if not the Western Women's Business Center, if not all of them. And, you know, you made sure you would be present to go learn at classes and you would be present to ask for support. And that, is all the difference. We don't all have to go to college to learn business. I didn't go to college to learn business, which is why right. I work with the creative populations because we as you mentioned, were creative first. So let's talk a little bit more about that journey, especially because part of this journey for you has been during COVID. So I love how your bio mentions that you survived. What has that process really looked like? How have you been able to grow and scale No Sweat Undies?
1: um that it did prove to be a challenge because i was lo- working on a um a small with small inventories mm-hmm. and um the i did have a local manufacturer and uh our only problem with covid was she lost her employees wow and so i had no source to get my inventory mm. um But luckily, I was able to make a lot of small um, contacts and then found out, I I, uh, found out about offshoring and I wasn't sure I wanted to do that. But uh, the United States is really spoiled (laughs) because we we know that there are safety nets for us Mm -hmm. and uh, other countries don't have that luxury. If you don't have work, you don't get paid. You don't can't make your rent or your house payment or yeah. uh, feed your family. So, although um, it was difficult for me to make that decision, once I saw that viewpoint, uh, I readily uh, sought out other countries and um, was able to find a wonderful
0: manufacturer in Bogota, Colombia. Wow. And it seems like from what I've been able to see that that was a big part of the pivot and shift that provided some of the stability for you to really start growing expansively, right? The inventory issue for people who have a physical product is a real thing, right? We're storing it under your bed and your closets at yes. first, you know, we're like, okay, uh, cool, I'm ready. So uh, that. Thank-
1: Thank goodness for uh, Trader Joe's um, (laughs) grocery bags, which is what I stored my inventory. And it was, yes, under my bed, which um, I had to move my twin size bed every time I (laughs) had to fill an order.
0: I just love how authentic you are about your story, which is why I think when you've been in any of the entrepreneurial circles and things, too, you've we've asked for your story to be told because again, just pulling the curtain back of what entrepreneurialism looks like. It is not always pretty, you know, it is. It's (laughs) true.
1: It's true. And, um, even though I've come quite a ways and, um, I still get up in the morning and, and think if people could see how cluttered my house is, And for the longest time, the wreck of a car that I drove, (laughs) you know, the fact that I could get dressed up and be sort of presentable uh, was, uh, I kind of felt a a bit of the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, You know, um, when I came here and started in with the business community, looking at entrepreneurial get togethers, I was by far the oldest person there. Mm. And um, always the only fat woman. Mm. Um, You know, I'm somebody's fat old grandma, and I love it. (laughs) I love being that. And I'm very content with myself. But I was Uh, Not taken seriously in the beginning, yeah, and And, you know,
0: again, you and I had a lot of conversations, and I do with so many of us creatives that we are allowed to be our own selves, but it takes that courage to stand up in those circles and say, This is fully authentically who I am, and then we realize how many other people have been waiting for someone to say that, you know, (laughs) yes, yes,
1: and and Actually, I've been very pleased to be thought of the way I am because I have a, a number of young entrepreneurs who are just as terrified as I am, mm. turned to me as a grandmotherly type person
0: to, for comfort and reassurance.
1: And I I was happy to be there for them for mm. that.
0: That's, and that's the circle of how it goes, right? What we're able to learn, we can provide in other ways. So maybe let's take a, a couple minutes to talk about that process. So, you know, we found the manufacturer that really provided stability. Then what? How do you get the word out? What has really worked for you and some of the marketing sides of, of your business? Well, uh, my,
1: I have no budget for marketing. Fair. uh, (laughs) So um, I don't have any ads out anywhere, Mm -hmm. but uh, on social media, uh, I I glean a lot of support from the fat communities that are on Facebook. And there is so much going on for size acceptance, yeah. Uh, look at Lizzo. Look mm-hmm. at commercial. commercials. Commercials—they're featuring plus sizes that are yeah. really plus size people. Um. So I have that, and uh, within the last thirty years, um, I went from terrified of people knowing what size I was although that sounds funny because all you have to do is look at someone and you can tell what size they are. (laughs) Um, But um, I came into my own. I accepted who I am, what I am, and I was able to stand up for myself and for others. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've been involved in size acceptance for 35 years.
0: Which again is really early in the cusp of the conversation if we're thinking about that. Right. I mean, again, we've got, there's so much happening now, but you were being sort of anarchist by starting to have that conversation. And we honor now that we're able to have these conversations because of the work that people like you have done. And I just am so grateful that you have continued to stand on that ground. I just really want to honor you and the work that you have done for those of us, you know, our, our colleague and mutual friend, Jasmine Whitmore, who with the plus size consignment store, you know, those of us who. Who have been different sizes and can feel more accepted because of this. So I just had to make sure I said that. <laughs> thank you so
1: much, Joanna. Uh, yes, Jasmine is a phenomenal person and a wonderful business person. Also, someone who's out there to help whoever. Yeah. Um, and um, so uh, thank you for the compliment. Uh, it was hard work in the beginning and to change your uh, mindset on, on how you present yourself. It's yeah. Sorry about that. No, I Um, love
0: it. The cat has something to say. Sometimes my girls join in the conversation. (laughs) That is perfectly fair. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I was able,
1: it was more difficult in the beginning
0: but what i'm Um, also hearing from you too carolyn is the conversation you know again i'm the business coach so sometimes i put the words to it but like you use network marketing like a dream you will stand up and be your authentic self and you let other people speak for themselves too i mean i saw the amazing review that someone did on your underwear and was filming herself and then talking about body positivity and it's just those conversations can sometimes if you catch the right way and you stand in that ground can be almost more powerful than paid advertising. So I just want to also honor that those of us who don't have large budgets can also find really creative ways and being a thought leader like you are is actually really been amazingly valuable for your business.
1: Thank you again. Uh, (laughs) uh, Boy, I want to meet this woman you're describing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, secret. It no, is. and <laughs> like you, said, you brought up the conversation of imposter syndrome, and I just really again honor those of us. I mean, when I was working with you at some points, I was getting in a car that I had to jumpstart myself the windows wouldn't roll down or roll up. So it was winter and it's snowing in my car and I'm still showing up in my nice clothes because I still had a job to get done. And I still had to figure out what it meant for me to be an entrepreneur. And while I was terrified of that idea at that point, me unpacking that story now makes other people see again, it's just not always glorious. It is also still very worth it. It is. Yeah. it is
1: and every time i get a a letter or a phone call from a a customer who's uh tells me their story you know i, I got a an order for a pair of underwear uh the woman said could i rush it to her cuz she was going in the next day to have her child by cesarean section. And she needed something that would keep that area dry. And um, I, I told her not to worry. I overnighted it on my dime, Mm. which was no big deal. I, I was happy to do it. And uh, she wrote back to me and said, you can't believe how wonderful this was to come home and find this. My doctor is amazed that this is going on and uh what can i do for you and i said spread the word mm. and send me a picture of the baby
0: <laughs> oh, of course grandma we know That's, you
1: <laughs> well and every mom wants to show off her, yeah. what she worked so hard for
0: oh so. Caroline, um, it's so amazing to hear how it is. This body positivity, it's this literal health and wellness tool. It's got this, you know, intimacy and sex appeal because we can feel good about ourselves. I just, your product is amazing, and I'm really curious. Before we wrap up, what do we see for No Sweat On These for the rest of 2022 and beyond? Well uh later today i'm going to be on a panel for
1: uh a college group called Ollie. it's for older um citizens kind of a continuing education love that um i i did get 2300 pair of underwear from columbia so i'll be uh hopefully able to Uh, offer people. Well, uh, there's more colors, there's more designs. Um, And if I uh, can finagle it, I I do want to get a publicity um, campaign
0: started. Mm, It is time to tell that story, isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. And uh, I'm actually uh, looking for an animator Ooh. to do uh, to do a short cartoon type thing for me. So if anyone out there does animation, <laughs> oh my gosh, Art Heroes, you're getting a call. I love that's that. Right, that's I right, that. I, and I love to give it the opportunity to someone who's coming up in the, the Kind of community. I love that. Well,
0: can you let people know how can they connect with you? How can they buy your underwear? How can they reach out if they're interested in that opportunity? Well,
1: my website uh, is dryapron.com or nosweatundies.com. Both get you to the the um, the website. Uh, It's totally online. But uh you can also write to me at Carolanne at nosweatundies.com. Um That sounds always, so perfect. I'm I'm here to help and I just that's what keeps me going is to know that I'm helping change people's lives for the better.
0: Mm. Carolyn, thank you for all that you do. And really, thank you for being on my show today. Truly, it was an honor to have you. Thank you so much
1: for the opportunity, Joanna.
0: Of course, my dear. And as always, this is Art Heroes with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please connect by visiting bizradio.us. We'd love to hear your show suggestions or any questions. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.